My name is Gretch Bayonne, but everybody calls me Bay. I write stories. No, I am not a reporter. I could never hold down a real job, so I freelance for magazines, newspapers, and anyone willing to pay me to chase the rabbit. It's easier for me that way. Just give me an assignment and I will grab it by the throat and shake a story out of it. I haven't had an original idea since I was 13 and wondered how long it would take for a Packard to float down the Hudson River before it sank with me and my buddy Hobbs in it. It turned out the answer was all the way to Hoboken, and by then the cops were waiting for us. We didn't get out of the home for boys that much, but when we did, well, all hell could break loose. We'd been stuck there for a long time and figured, why not go out and borrow an automobile and drive it into the river? What could they do to me? I was already in an institution, and it might make for a good story. That day reminded me of how I got there in the first place four years earlier. I came home from school, as usual, when I was nine years old, expecting to find my mother in the kitchen making raisin bread for my after-school snack. Instead, my mother met me in the living room, looking concerned. I have something important to tell you, she said. Your father and I are going away for a while, so you will be staying at the Hoboken School for Boys, but we will return in two months' time if all goes well. Why, Mommy? I asked. She explained that they were going to England to retrieve her sister Tina and bring her back to live with us in Hoboken. I didn't understand that there was a war going on. My mother was from Lowestoft, England, but had left there at a very young age when she met my father, who was there on business. Why can't I go with you? I asked. You have to stay in school. Remember, Gretch, your education is very important. You keep writing your stories, and we will be back in no time. I want you to write a story a week. Remember, use your imagination, son. You are a writer, and someday you'll make your living that way. And when we return, you will finally get to meet your Auntie Tina. I didn't find out until many years later that the Germans had been bombing England. The Great War was going on, and Lostoft was feeling the brunt of it. I would never see my parents, again. On November 28, 1916, the German warship Zeppelin LZ-61 was shot down just off the coast of Lostoft, England. It crashed on the boat that was carrying my parents and Annie Tina. My stay at the school for boys would become indefinite. It would be my home until I left at the age of 16 in 1923. I was picked on at the home a lot. Most of the other kids were there because their parents couldn't control them. But there were others, like me and Hobbs, who were orphans and lost in the system with no place else to go. These were damn rough kids. We lived, ate, and played together 24 hours a day. Most of the children were particularly fond of recess time, When they let us go outside to play, a game of stickball usually ensued. I wasn't as thrilled about that as the rest of them were. My mother had always told me 
Playing ball is fine, son, but your talent lies in your writing. Sports are just games. It may be fun, but it will not make you a living. I was small for my age. I knew where my talents lay, and it certainly wasn't in sports. Hobbs and I were always the last to be picked for teams, and we would almost always strike out. At lunch, after such a game, one of the bigger kids, named Joe Bob, started in on me. He had been teasing and harassing me for months. Hey, Gretch, way to go striking out at the game, he taunted. You shouldn't even play. You should stay inside like a baby. The other kids looked on snickering and shaking their heads. Something inside of me snapped.